0: Welcome to Coffee Beans and Booze. I'm Jasmine, and I'm Shyla, and we're thriving in a small
1: town. It's caffeinated Jasmine and drunk Shyla. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink. Good morning, Shyla. How's it going? Oh, good morning. I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. I am feeling a little tired physically, just from a, a pretty busy weekend. You know, the weekends seem to be when we. Do all the community events, right? All the stuff happens. Um, all the stuff. All yeah, the stuff. For sure. All the stuff. Yeah. and we are super proud of our friend Cody. Shout out to him uh, for putting together an awesome homecoming weekend in the middle of all this COVID stuff. He and another teacher, uh, Lauren Torre, uh, also shout out to her. Um, they uh, co-chair the uh, student government student programming at our local high school, and they had to figure out how to do homecoming and celebrate all of this in such crazy COVID times. And I don't know about you, but I think they came up with some rock star stuff. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was pretty awesome. So just kind mm-hmm. of for our listeners' sake, uh, homecoming uh, before this year had only been girls, mm-hmm. right? So they voted for a homecoming queen. Mm-hmm. I kind of love some of the traditions here on Palmyra. Uh, one of them is that the the women who are uh, on homecoming court, mm-hmm. they all. Wear hats, yeah, and they have like there's a whole thing, um, you know, programmatically with that, but then also the uh, each of the um, classes of the high school makes a float for the parade, for the parade, right, and uh. Mm-hmm. So- yeah, which normally happens, right, at homecoming. We usually have a big uh, town year, parade, which is funny, because you
0: talk about our big town parade. It goes like, yeah. I don't know, two miles or something like it that, is. right? <laughs> and I always laugh, because we bring out like every yeah. last you know fire truck and everything. But it, it really is quite a great um, but tradition. But so
1: many people show up for it. They yeah. do, so and so many people show up for and it. And so this yeah. year, it was
0: like, what do we do? Like, what do we do now, right? Like, what do we do? And they did yeah. some great innovation. How about it, Shiloh? They did a reverse parade. Mm-hmm. They did a, verse, a reverse parade, which was
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Cody was like, like, I'm peeing my pants. Like, I was expecting three cars, but and they had almost 300 cars Yeah, come, so the floats were is all amazing. stationary
0: in the parking lot, and then all of the people in the town drove through the floats instead so that it didn't congregate people together in the same way. Um, yeah, it went on for, it was scheduled for an hour, and it went on for an hour and a half. It was awesome. It was so good. Yeah. And I was so happy for him, because like you said, he was like, I was peeing my pants hoping that people were going to show up. Yeah.
2: And they totally
1: <laughs> did. They totally did. They totally did. Yeah. People are looking for things to do. And, you know, I think it was just a testament to, mm-hmm. you know, we, we want to honor those traditions, which is really awesome. And honor so, our students. Yeah. So we were... Mm-hmm. But yeah, also, you were sure. you were so, getting ready to say yeah. though that
0: we not only had Homecoming Queen this year, we also had Homecoming King. Oh yes, yes. yes.
1: So for the first time, and he's a theater kid. He is Yay. a theater kid, which I mean, <laughs> not
0: to boast or anything, but last year's queen was a theater kid. Um, shout out to Aaron, who was our queen, Homecoming Queen last year, and she handed off to our Homecoming King Ryan this year. So it was really awesome. so yeah. the theater kids are are kind of a big deal, which is awesome, and and, and I love it. So yeah, it was yeah.
1: great. Also hysterical is I'm walking my children over to the high school we decided to walk because i wasn't sure what the like parking situation Mm -hmm. was going to be and you know we like to walk around town so i've got i loaded loaded lucas up in the little wagon and we're walking along and i'm almost to the high school and i get a ring um, or a phone call, um, my phone starts ringing, mm-hmm. and it's Mark, your husband. Oh. Can I talk to Jasmine? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why is it that when Jasmine leaves the house without you, you automatically assume <laughs> we're together? That's I mean, true. he wasn't totally—he wasn't totally wrong. I was like, I'm not there yet, but I'm gonna be. But in that like three is true minutes.
0: because he, I want, you were coming to hang with us, and, the, and because because you always ride in our homecoming car. So Mac McCrum, hmm. who is our uh, vice president of our theater organization, he has this incredible antique car right um it's like mm-hmm. an ancient impala it's gold which is awesome you know and we usually yeah, like dazzle it up and car. the kids walk and we ride cuz you know we're like that and and we do that we're like <laughs> you're young and spry and so you were headed over to us and that is funny that mark just made the assumption we were going to be together but he wasn't yeah, wrong we
1: were together he wasn't wrong. That's great. no, it was just funny. But so. he was a little anyway, wrong so yesterday, then, though.
0: He was a little wrong yesterday. Oh. Can I tell a tale on him? Oh.
1: yeah. So, absolutely.
0: so part two on homecoming. So we had Friday night. There is usually a game, and there and there was a football game, but only um one, like two parents per kid playing football, and I think two parents per band kid could go. So there mm-hmm. wasn't the big like game gathering on Friday night, and that. But then yeah. Saturday night there's usually a dance. They did not do a dance this year for a very good reason, obviously. So instead they did an outdoor movie, which I thought was super super cool changing up tradition and yeah. stuff and we as the theater organiza- organization decided that we would make popcorn and supply popcorn to every participant who was coming. <laughs> oh it sounded like such a good idea Shyla, didn't it? Well we have
1: we have a popcorn machine we should we purpose do. it we have, and that. We,
0: and we pimp that popcorn machine out for everything we can pop like for sure.
1: Everything. <laughs> every everything. It AMA gets trivia. stored at the Karen cupboard it it's does. stored at the Karen cupboard so we yeah we're. it's just kind of synonymous with us. So, so. you were guaranteed
0: that at Karen cupboard or Palmyra theater events, you will have popcorn, which (laughs) makes sense with entertainment. Like the whole thing makes sense. Okay. So we decided yesterday that we're going to make popcorn. Thankfully we were like, let's make the popcorn, like not on demand, but ahead of time, everything can be sanitary. Everything can be in packages, you know, the whole deal. Well, thankfully we did because it took all freaking day and, um, (laughs) Mark was a little critical, but I think he was wrong because I think we were very innovative and by we, I mean you and Hung Nguyen and Mindy Nguyen and you guys were very innovative. So, Shyla, could you tell the story of the popcorn yesterday?
1: So, I love this because, like, your New York Root show a little bit. I get a little sass, right? Happen. I love it because you're like, okay, so here's the picture. We have Are the you popcorn because machine. I had no
0: idea what I was doing around a campfire. Is that why? Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, yeah. We'll yeah, get there. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. So the popcorn machine, uh, like halts production at about 60 bags in, right? Correct. And we, we needed need 150. 150. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, we're like, this is not good. We need to figure out something. So and we, we, we do not want to shut let it Tony down. down.
0: That's the, let's, let's, like, right. we wanted there to be popcorn the for the thing. kids. Yes. We wanted that. We could But it, we did not want to let our buddy down who was working so hard for our town. Right. Yes. Absolutely.
1: absolutely. Yeah. So we're like, we've got time, but mm-hmm. we don't have time like this mm-hmm. for this to be like, whatever. So right. we shut it down. We gave it a couple minutes. And I was like, wait a second. We could just do this over the campfire. And you're like. How does that happen? And I was like, <laughs> it's the same thing as in the, in the in the popcorn maker. It's just now going to be it. But do you have some pans that you're willing to kind of like surrender for this process? But it so was you brought more Elsa than There had to be grates from a grill. Oh, yes. We had, had to, to do like, that.
0: Like, you're absolutely right when you say my New York Roots show, because my mom would have been like, <laughs> what the hell is happening here? Like, you make it in an air popper. You don't do this thing hundred percent so we take like my lovely like backyard a fire ring right? yeah <laughs> and stove. kevin
1: kevin's eagle scout fire making skills which he, were on he point. builds a fire mm-hmm. on does. point on totally point. on point yes and uh we figure i'm like do you have any like cookie like cooling racks and you're like they have silicone i'm like well they will die in the fire yeah, i'm like i'm pretty sure uh, they like, like
0: chef covered ones that can't be a thing
1: yeah <laughs> that's not a thing so then we were, I was like, well, just take them out of your grill. Like, it's the same thing, right? Like, you mm-hmm. just have to clean them up a little bit after mm-hmm. they're done. So we put the grates down. We get a Dutch oven. We do the same popcorn ratio, and lo and behold, it was the we best popcorn, popcorn of my <laughs> life. I'm not kidding. That popcorn was delicious. So
0: now we had like the popcorn maker coming back, but we were able to let it rest in between. We had two yep. pots going on because at one point you ran home to get another pot. Yep. You know we had two yep. pots going. Mindy Win was here with us all afternoon. You know, season one, awesome closer, our number one fan. She was awesome. Uh, she was here yep. working away with us all afternoon and. Then she calls her husband Hung. He comes over to, it was like a popcorn making party. But it was. It was funny. It was a little bit of a hot mess though. The dogs ate more popcorn than they ever had in their entire life. We were like, (laughs) but it was the best popcorn. It was so funny. But Mark was like, that was a disastrous afternoon. Oh my gosh, you guys had problem after problem. And I was like. Honey, you're wrong. We saw it as solution after solution, and we had a blast doing it. Talk about small town yeah. fun. We were thriving at our best thrive yesterday. I don't know what he was talking about. So,
1: yeah, I don't, I, it, that was funny. It was it funny. Was. Uh, the, the spotted lantern, spotted lantern flies were, were a thing though. We kept, they were. like, I don't That's know if the heat here. and the smell and the whatever were like bringing them in. Yeah. Uh, so my children were a little bit nervous about them being around. Well, they were like um, 50
0: cent piece size bugs flying around them. I understand this. Yeah. And they weren't swarms, <laughs> but they're enough that they're like a thing, you know, and we're like yeah. stomping on them to kill them. And, oh Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, spotter lanternflies, for those who are not from the central PA area, um, are not an indigenous um, bug to our area, and they have been wrecking trees and vine, like grapevines and that kind of stuff. So, um, the the all of the information has been to, to kill them because they're not mm-hmm. they're not good for the local like terrain, basically. Well, they and they so, destroy wood and trees and the yeah. bark
0: on trees. They eat bugs that we need. Like it's it's bad. Yeah, so you're supposed to stomp them it's immediately. A whole thing kill them yes. and then you have to keep them away from dogs and cats because they're poisonous so we have to make sure that Pitsy and Noli who ate their weight in popcorn kernels yesterday did not also eat their weight in bugs eat right the,
1: yeah because yeah, they get yeah they they get diarrhea and vomiting mm-hmm. and it's not good for the doggies so but your kids were yeah not loving, so we, it. not loving they were not loving it they're not something that you know mm-hmm. whatever Taylor, so our friend anyway Taylor was here helping. she was not
0: loving the bugs either so she I killed every bug that came near yes. her
1: yes mm-hmm So my children wanted to be helpful, but everything was hot. We were working with, and so I just kept like redirecting them. You were redirecting them. They were just acting like not themselves. Even Kevin was like, "You guys are acting weird," and I was like, "I don't know what the deal is. I'm sorry." Like, and I love that Kevin's like Uncle Kevin's like Mm -hmm. the like you know he can say that to Mm -hmm. them and like whatever, and they're just like because they're buddies, yeah. So yeah, they are. Uh, Oh my gosh, they Mm -hmm. love Kevin. Uh, so we get home. It was a very silent drive home. They knew they were in trouble. Oh no. Uh, we got home and uh, we cleaned the basement because mm-hmm. we were working on cleaning the house anyway mm-hmm. and they had to clean the basement and they knew they were in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I said to Noah, my eight year old, I was like, you know, you're giving me a lot of attitude because at that point like he was like, well, blah, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was oh, like, no, this isn't a base. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, so here's what we do. In our house, like, we do something that, like, puts you a little bit out of your comfort zone or is, like, an actual, not, not punishment, but mm-hmm. an actual thing that, like, will make you think about the stuff that you do and the consequences that they bear. So we were ordering dinner last night, and I told Noah that he had to make the call to, to order mm, dinner. No way! He actually had to order dinner. <gasps> yes, because uh well like the history of Noah is he had an he had a speech disorder um and so he has had issues with language and speech forever he's fine now you Mm -hmm. wouldn't know it um but it makes him very very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um talking and speaking in front of other people and so he like Derek was on board we sat him down at Mm -hmm. the table he took everybody's order wrote them down and we went to make the call and he just like started like sobbing crying like sobbing crying right Mm -hmm. and so like i had like taken off his right arm like he was like like bad Mm -hmm. so we were like okay well i guess if you can't make the call then like we're not gonna have dinner Mm -hmm. like (laughs) at that point like you have to do this like you have to do this thing
0: when especially because he's had such incredible growth i mean he's more than able to do so like like absolutely 110 percent he's just holding himself back from doing that right and he's so articulate like he has every skill needed here so now he's really just holding himself back right
1: exactly and Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing like we see him doing that so Mm -hmm. much that we're like okay like you know this is this is it so <clears throat> he like is sobbing, wailing, crying, and like it's bad, like mm-hmm. really bad. And I'm like, I can't, like, you know, you get those moments in your parenting where you're like, if I relent on right. this, then, I, then it I've opens lost the door entire to relenting. War. On. Yeah, it, it <laughs> yes. exactly. This was not a battle, this and was and we're just like, like looking war. at each other. Mm-hmm exactly and like derek has much less patience than i do or, like this whole thing so finally noah was like faced with not eating dinner and having to go to bed mm-hmm. versus and like let's be fair like my children had food before that like dinner you know like i right, right, right. you were not starving, starving them, children, right but, like yeah uh and he like walks out of the kitchen and comes back and is like fine i'll do it And so he gets on the phone. It's a local place we Mm -hmm. use a lot. And uh, the woman was so nice because we were like, we'll put you on speakerphone. So Mm -hmm. if there's any weird questions, whatever. So put him on speakerphone. And at the end, she's like, hey, buddy, good job. And like, she hangs up the phone and he bursts into tears again and I was like oh my
0: god! It was a lot I for feel. him.
1: It yeah. was so much because then it like he and then he just like wanted to hug me because he just needed pressure mm-hmm. and so yeah it was just kind of funny that like you know you know putting yourself out there and mm-hmm. like leaving comfort zones and mm-hmm. you know all that good stuff like it's it, yeah it's, it's a lot. It's not just
0: for the big people right you know leaving mm-hmm. your comfort zone pushing yourself It's it's a lot you know and it starts when you're young and you know as parents I think we're always like when do we push when do we pull but we do the same thing as adults right like we do the same thing too where we're like you know when do I push myself out of my comfort zone when do I you know take the risk and and it all comes down to not wanting to let other people down like so often I'm sure Noah didn't want to let you guys down and he didn't want to let himself down
1: yeah that's a lot but he did it he did the thing it's yeah, he did and then he was like can we take can we do a shot to celebrate me Oh no i was like
0: <laughs> a milk shot let's be very specific a milk we, shot
1: So we did some orange juice
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness so his celebratory deal then was that we take shots together Okay I'm a little sad you didn't FaceTime me I'm not going to lie I guess I was at the I was probably at the movie Yeah You were at the I movie was at the movie like, handing out the popcorn we, Yeah mm-hmm.
1: I was like, you understand that we don't speak of these things outside of this home. What? <laughs> Only on podcasts that lots of people listen to. But <laughs> you don't speak about I mean, it. it's fine. Wow. Yeah, yes, as, as the eight-year-old. So, yeah, but it just made me start to think about, you mm-hmm. know, like, what, what are the things that we do that put, puts us outside of our comfort zone? And, you know, I, I don't know, I this whole thing that we have going on with the Karen cupboard and the, the the exciting new stuff happening mm-hmm. and like I've asked a lot of people including you to be a part of a communications committee and you know I left that meeting on Friday like so thankful that people have, like put themselves and mm-hmm. like out there and willing to like help me out but also so like oh my gosh like I'm so used to being independent mm-hmm. and doing these things and just working along because I feel badly asking people to like join causes and do these things and whatever and so yeah it's it's hard sometimes when you have to like recognize one that you're you I'm not an expert in everything Mm -hmm. and I'm willing to say that right like there are things that I I -hmm. know I know my brand and I know what I do but I don't know all the other pieces around it but I think you have to remember
0: people are so happy to to provide their skills and do their stuff I left that same meeting as you and talk about a different perspective I was like wow we have so many people here this is going to be the easiest committee I've ever been on because everyone here is so talented and knows what they're doing so much that makes and you feel
1: so much better. You can't cover so much.
0: No, and you like and timeline-wise everything is good and so I don't think you you know um I was much more nervous yesterday when the popcorn was popping and I literally like I literally looked at you even with the popcorn maker and was like I don't know how to do this. Like I'm going to be honest with you till yesterday I didn't realize like what the ratio of like oil to popcorn was that you could just put it over a fire and I know these are basic things but like We do what we do. And like you said, we don't stop to ask other people hey, what can we, you know, what can you help me with? How can we do this? But even though yesterday was like, you know, you're apologizing for like booze that was poured on my floor at one point. Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter because for me, yesterday was such a success of being together and working hard for our community. And it's the same thing with your committee meetings. Everybody's just happy to be there working together for our community. And that's the success. That's the ask, right? Yeah. And how it happens and what yeah. it is. Meh. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: No, it's all yeah. good stuff. It's just, yeah, it just has to, it it creates in me like a, a new like shift, right? Like I have to yeah. like work through that and just make sure that i'm like not overextending people and hoping that people will tell me when they know when they mean no and they and will that kind of stuff and so yeah i know good. i know well speaking of people stuff.
0: who uh, who work hard for a community and to provide things that they need i'm so excited for our listeners to hear charlene today um yeah. and, and to talk with her um you've known her for a while
1: Yes, I've known her since they came to the Palmyra area. I, in fact, it, she'll talk about this. One mm-hmm. of her fir- their first stops was over at the Karen Cupboard to talk about how they could engage in what we're doing, which is really great. Uh, yeah, they com- came from all the way from Washington State uh, mm-hmm. in order to take over the grocery outlet store here in Palmyra. And uh, kind of the rest is history, right? It's, talk they, about risk they dug takers. They in. Yeah, talk yeah. about risk takers. Huge, move, right? Move I mean, cross country, do move. the thing. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, but I love yeah. that. That part of that risk taking was right away entrenching themselves in our community and being uh, being people and being a family who really works hard for for what's going on here in Palmyra. And so, not much yeah, more we could ask for, sure. for um, than than having that type of a community warrior. Absolutely, so.
1: yeah. It was that was evident to me. It was kind of funny when uh, when we were doing our Palmyra's Great Give um, interviews and we had uh, Terry Cole on with mm-hmm. Pillows of Love, and she said, "I came to this community and I I I remembered the process of getting involved in other small communities and knew right away that i needed to get involved in something mm-hmm. and so you know like that was a big takeaway for me like you know for listeners um you know if you're involved in us if you're in a small town big town doesn't mm-hmm. matter right but doing something to get involved is is how you can make an impact and so and definitely. yeah she's definitely one of those people who exemplify uh, that kind of idea so yeah we're excited to share charlene with everybody well, hello, Jasmine. How's it going, Shyla? I am doing great. How are you today? I'm good.
0: I know it's only been like six days since we've been together for podcasting, but I feel like it's been 100 years. There is really no something about, quarantine. about <laughs> this quarantine time that is that is crazy, um, definitely. But I'm super excited for our guest today. Yeah. Um, would you like to welcome her?
1: Sure, yeah. So we're welcoming Charlene Rewind today. Uh, Charlene, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? We'll kick it off with that
2: um let's see um we i am the co-owner with my husband of the palmyra grocery outlet uh we have five kids two of them are out here with us um and we are expecting our first grandchild oh congratulations Yay. that's wonderful that's, that's a
1: fantastic. lot that's a lot to unpack here we it, only it, have it, like 25 and minutes, i'm excited so. <laughs> though. i'm super excited to
0: to do so though but um can you tell us what brought you to the palmyra area because as i recall
2: you are not palmyra natives is that correct we are are not. No, we I, are actually from Washington state. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. We started in grocery outlet um, in 2018 and the opportunity came to come and look at the Palmyra store um, when we were getting ready to look for stores. Um, our plan was to go to California where it was nice and warm. Because when you live in Washington and it rains, (laughs) you're looking for something different. You're looking for some warm weather. Mm -hmm. Um, So we saw the store and we just fell in love with the store, fell in love with the area, um, and just saw so much potential that we could do in the store Mm -hmm. and in the community. Mm hmm.
0: Well, I have to tell you, I was t- just telling you a little while ago when we when we first said hello today, um, my son was home from college today, and he has changed his meal plan. He lives in a house now where he has a kitchen, and and he he really does try to eat pretty healthy. Um, and so he said to me, "Hey, mom, this year would you consider like each week giving me a little money towards groceries?" And of course, I said, "You bet, Aaron." You know, and I had a gift card um, for a, a chain store in the area, and I gave it to him, and he said, "Mom, that's really great and all, but I actually really like to go to to the grocery, <laughs> the grocery outlet. outlet." Yeah. And he said, "Last week I went; it was such a value he loves when he goes in and you have so much fresh food and, and everything going on and so you know I, I said to him absolutely if this is your preferred you know I said take the card I have for right now I said but I know where to to be sending you next week and, I, and that was really great because I think you guys are such a part of our community yeah. if a 19 year old in this area can know that yours is the place to go I think that's pretty that's pretty amazing what was it like moving into a new community and
2: establishing
0: yourselves here
1: all the way from across the country um, yeah I from mean, like this, the almost yeah. the <laughs> furthest point away that you could get
2: it was it was interesting um it was a new adventure for us um we just we saw it as an adventure um we immediately when we first um got into the area um we got in contact with shyla and really started making connections with her um being part of the community and the connections that we've made Mm -hmm. has made it all worth it for coming out here.
0: Yeah, you guys are a big supporter of the Karen Cupboard. Yes. You're you're and like like I said, while we have not met face to face, I know that I've passed you and I've seen you on like summer lunch collection days or other days. I feel like I even went for a pickup one day or something with some students. I think that that maybe happened or something. And you've had a long-standing relationship. Did you have that intention to be involved in your community and a food pantry in the area? Like from like was that part of like you knew you wanted that to be part of your business model?
2: Oh, yes. Um, from the get-go, part of Grocery Outlets um, philosophy and their um, is community. Mm-hmm. It's all about the community, getting yourself involved in as much as possible in the community. Um, so we knew right away that that's what we want to do. We wanted to really get into the community where a lot of the other businesses aren't able to because they're corporate businesses. Mm-hmm. And so while they can help a little, they can't do a lot Mm -hmm. and so we really wanted to make sure we could do as much as we could to help um, the community. Mm -hmm.
0: And were all five children with you on this adventure or were some of them already grown and and moving on to other
2: things? Um, Some of them already moved and grown on other things. Um, Our daughter stayed in Washington and she has her own job and her her start of her family and then we have a son that's in the military Mm -hmm. and he's stationed in Kentucky and that was kind of nice to be able to come out here because when he gets his leave, he can actually come and stay with us for a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it really nice to see him every now and then.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and it's a beautiful area to visit. Um, you know, we both Shia and I have talked about this is really such a wonderful area to raise a family in and, and to be close to. So um, as I'm sure Washington State was as well. Do you miss things from
2: Washington State? Um, I miss my family, but <laughs> <other than> that, <laughs> not much. Um, there's just it's everything's green and it rains all the time mm-hmm. um you can go to seattle so many times and you've seen it all you can go to portland so many times and you've seen it all um, so we were really excited for this adventure and the history that is out here on the east coast you don't see that on the west coast That's true. Yeah. so it was really exciting for us to be able to take this opportunity and come out here and start our next adventure and kind of start seeing that history that we never saw
1: yeah that's true i guess you probably didn't like for us it's a short jaunt to new york city for a day or Mm -hmm. to washington dc for a weekend or whatever yeah yeah, we we had a lot so are there any foods that you miss being in the grocery business are there any foods that are like washington or west coast that you can't get here or is like just different here
2: um it's just different here when we first moved out here we call soda we call it pop mm-hmm. and so when we came out here and people are like what are you talking about what is what's this pop <laughs> <laughs> like you know have CD coke oh soda yeah <laughs> like no it's pop yeah mm-hmm. um no the food is pretty you know universal you can get pretty much um, it's pretty universal there are some things out here that they don't i've never heard of on the west coast like ham um, loaf
1: ugh. Or well, scrapple. And oh, scrapple. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah. Scrapple. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutchy good. Yes. The
0: ever going fight about what is chicken pot pie. Oh, yeah. That's like a thing. My family's from New York, Charlene, so I fully understand this whole, like, you know, <laughs> slightly different terms for things. Um, and, and yeah, but it, it yes. is a different community. What, I, I mean, I'm going to make the assumption that you like this community. I've seen you working in it, and I, and I know you have close ties to it. How would you describe this community to others?
2: i would say that this community is a very helpful community um we do an independence for hunger food drive every july Mm -hmm. um, and it's a thing that grocery outlet has done for the last 10 years and it it just amazes me on how much the community comes up and they donate we do five dollar bags and we ended up doing over five thousand dollars this year for the carrying cupboard and that's where the donations go Mm -hmm. um just the fact that the community itself steps up and will is willing to help those who are less fortunate that don't really aren't making meets ends meet to where they can get their own groceries Mm -hmm. um and they need the extra help it's just it's nice that a community can do that um i've been in other communities where it's not that nice it's not that helpful they just kind of if you ask for help they just say no and they turn their back um Mm -hmm. so being part of a community that is Very close, it's a close knit community that's willing to help each other. um, It's really nice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's
2: nice to hear, right? Mm -hmm. It is
1: nice to hear, you know. It's, you know, we have to step back and think about well and, and see it from a different perspective absolutely
0: yeah. and that's why i think it's really your, your perspective is so interesting to have someone co- who kind co- you know chose this community we didn't necessarily choose this. same i chose mark so <laughs> i, I am <want> <laughs> in this community which is which is kind of funny um and he had grown up here but i really hadn't and and so um you know it, it is nice and refreshing to hear someone else's opinion of what it's like it, it is interesting because i think charlene I'm so glad to have you have that perspective, but I think it also comes from a place where you help enable that. This is an area where people mm-hmm. are very generous. They yes. want to give of their oh, time, yes. and they want to give of their resources, but they don't always know how to. Mm-hmm. And because we're such like very proud people who don't want to invade into other people's space and say, like, I think you need help, but I don't know what you need, You know, mm-hmm. it really helps to have organizations like yours where you and your husband said, this is the type of organization we want to be part of, one that helps the community help other people. And so is that is that something that you have raised your children in that same mindset of that helping others? I mean, that is unique to have that be a part of the business that you specifically chose to be a part of. Is that a value that you've worked to, to have your children be able to emulate at some point?
2: All right. Yeah. we um, Our boys are very involved with any time we do um, any community involvement. They will help with the Thanksgiving dinner drive um, that the caring cupboard has. They'll help prepare the meals. Um, they participate in any community event, whether it's the national night out, um, or Pullman's Great Give, they'll come and they'll help mount our booth with us, um, so that their faces might be ours. I'm
0: imagining that that is such a point of pride. I know what it's like when I have my kids with me, or I watch Shiloh with Noah and Lucas, and teaching them that volunteerism from such a, a young age is, a is such an incredible um, experience to share with, with your kids, for sure. And now I hear that there's a grandbaby on the way. Mm-hmm. So, how excited are you to be a grandma?
2: We are very excited. Um, it's, our do- it's our first grandbaby. It's our daughter. She's back in Washington. So uh, we're actually flying out in um, a couple of weeks. She's due um, here in a couple of weeks. So we're going to fly home and either be there for the baby or right after the baby's born. At least um, say hi, spend some time with them. Um, I've basically gone all out and caught all kinds of clothes, all kinds of baby stuff for her. Um, and sent that already out to her. That way she's completely ready yeah. when the baby Oh, that's born. wonderful. Charlene one
1: of the interesting things about you uh, is that you've spent 27 years in retail Mm. (laughs) how have you done that without losing your mind I mean realistically do
2: you secretly love it (laughs) you know I I love being able to help people um, and I also love the fact that um, the merchandising I love to be able to take something and change it to the way i think it needs to look um i've worked from you know walmart to famous footwear um i'm just one of those people that i love to to have my hands on stuff and moving things and changing it and making it look better and Mm -hmm. changing it again to make it look even better than it did
0: before i'm not surprised Um, i'm not surprised (laughs) to hear that at all um you know as i was starting to go back into stores after we were on super lockdown quarantine and um, I have to tell you, coming into your store during all of that was so comforting because it's so well organized mm-hmm. and you can find everything. And even though your merchandise changes often, you, it's easy to find and it's easy to be um, lured to those things that your mm-hmm. merchan- <laughs> you want me to find, you know? Yes. Um, and so I'm not surprised to hear that. And absolutely yes. immaculately clean, I yeah. mean, you know, which is, is something I can tell uh, you have such a great pride in, for sure, of, mm-hmm. of how that's set up. So yeah, so how did you first get into merchandising?
2: Um, well, I think I got more into it when I was with Old Navy. Um, I was an operations manager and the store that I had, it was a very small store. and so they didn't really have a planogram for that size store. So I had to make my own planograms and make it all work. So I had to have, like the business shop in with the woman's casual shop. And I had to make it flow to where it looked Mm -hmm. like it was supposed to flow, Uh, make it look like it wasn't, it was one big category instead of like two half categories. Um, And that's where I really started to get into my merchandising. Um, And then from there I went to famous footwear and it was, it's nice because they just give you a layout of certain shoes, but then all the shoes you get in, those categories they right. don't really show you pictures of and so you have to make it work so it makes it look like all the shoes are supposed to be there and it's supposed to flow um and i just i fell in love with it mm-hmm. and um, I'm it sounds like you spend that. a lot of your time thinking about um, how then, your
0: customer really is going to have their experience from one thing to the next like you're trying to problem solve for where you want them to go yes. but also where they want to go
1: yeah yeah, you were very excited yes. about your bakery shelf a couple of months ago. Was that like two months ago? You guys got a new bakery
2: shelf. It's, yes, it's we got a new bakery and, shelf in. It yeah. looks much better than just having stuff on tables. It's organized. It's yeah clean. So having like spent 27
1: years in retail, I'm sure you have some really crazy stories about things that have happened, maybe like guests or like that kind of thing. Any come to mind? Any like, you know, weirdo things that happened or funny <laughs> things that happened? Cause that's what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. The like psychology of retail.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's gone by so fast that it's really hard to keep track of exactly all the craziness that's happened. Um, it's, I don't have any of that come to mind and you think. Oh, <laughs> How long um. were you with Walmart? <laughs> I was watching with wow. Walmart for That's 10 years. A I
0: mean, but they they are a force. Yeah, yeah that started out as. Like they
2: made by TikTok. They are, yeah. Week?
1: They made by TikTok?
2: Yep, I started out as. Yeah. A, oh. I'm sorry, you were you started out as what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a regular employee and worked my mm-hmm. way up to being an assistant. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a lot of time. Oh, yeah. And so with the amount of hours mm-hmm. I was working and Chad was working, um, the kids were all younger at the time. So I made the choice to leave and stay with the mm-hmm. kids and find something that was less stressful and did not require oh, yeah, as many hours. yeah, because time and it's
1: weekends, you know, in retail, that's what you, mm-hmm. that's what you got, right? Yes. You get, you get your one weekend off a month or whatever, if that. So yes. yeah, that's really, really a really big challenge. Um. So you still have a school-aged child, and Ethan is now doing cyber school, right? So, And Ethan has been um, – his, his office yep. is at, at Grocery Outlet. Uh,
0: this is good. Yes, a young I, executive. I like this. Yes, yes I like so. this too. Um, I think this is fantastic. <laughs> yes. Maybe he has a department of his own. Yeah, yes,
1: maybe. How's Absolutely. The, so how's that going for you? You're kind of double-timing being the uh, teacher and now – The owner-operator of a grocery store at the same time. And a grocery store during the time of COVID. Right.
2: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Let's add that in there, too, because that can't be easy. It's going good. Um, He's adjusting. Um, He learns a lot better in school um, with having that visual learning. Mm -hmm. Um, But since we do own a grocery store, we don't really want to take the risk of him getting Mm -hmm. sick and bringing it home and then us getting it and then... Um, having to be out of work for mm-hmm. two weeks just for the um, time so he sits in the office he does all his classes he's in school if he asks any questions he'll he'll ask me other than that if he really wants mm-hmm. something
0: he'll come <laughs> find me on the floor I'm find sure it's his second home I'm
2: sure he knows exactly where he's going and, and
0: what he's doing these are such challenging times to exactly <laughs> what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. so uh, so does it does he yeah does he ever give you any advice on what you should be doing with the store
2: you know, he actually stays out of the, he yeah. he stays away from he's all the. He's young enough to He tells me that he's not oh, he's like, I'm good. I'm but not going to But you have
1: Matthew, it. who is enough personality for everyone. Yes. Right? So Matthew yes. is the next youngest. Oh, right? yes. He, and he's, uh, he works at the store full time. He's okay. there yep. pretty much all the time. He's always trying to sell me something. I don't know. What What, what was it one day? I got some rando thing. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, a block of cheese. He wanted to sell me a block of cheese. Wow. So I bought it because it was a cheap price. So and it was a block know. of cheese. I mean, it's who who cheese.
0: doesn't need a block of cheese? <laughs> you know, Makes me think bad. of our friend Mac, who feels <laughs> that on any night of, of that one needs a fair amount of cheese yes. to suck up the booze. So yes. that's maybe, that's what Matthew was
1: trying to help you out. I, I guess, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. But, but he's funny. He, mm-hmm. yeah, he, mm-hmm. Matthew that's He'll true. Send you anything. Yes, and, and it, it. He is he that um, forthcoming with other people in the store, like other just like regular grocery shoppers, or is he a little more quiet? Because I can see he's pretty no. quiet.
2: No. Mm-hmm. He's. Shiloh, you, really? you bring it out of up. <laughs> well, maybe it's Kenzie. We'll blame no, Kenzie. She brings it out of me too. I'm really a quiet, shy person. <laughs> <laughs> lies, I know. Such That's lies. Funny. He's That's like
1: funny. this dry, sarcastic. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, you'd love it. It's oh, really great. Well,
0: I can tell Charlene, I think in general well, yeah. I would enjoy your children. I would I would imagine they sound like delightful people. And I think, you know, while I know you ideally want him to be in school, and of course we we all have so much research about the environments we create for students to learn. I think it's amazing that you've, you've really found what is, you've balanced all the things in your life to, mm-hmm. to say, this is the time he needs to be here. He has his office set up and, and helping him to find the best success he can have right now, which is is all we can really all do for our, for our kids right now, right? Absolutely. so yeah. yeah. So what, during this time of COVID, in, yeah. in all seriousness, I, I can remember talking to Shiloh about this weeks before I knew we were even doing our interview. And I, I walked in to the grocery outlet and I really did feel comforted by the way that you guys had made cleaning adjustments. Adjustments and um traffic adjustments and things for covid you know this has to be weighing so heavily on your mind of keeping your customers safe your family safe how did you guys approach that especially you have all this experience of working in retail but never under these circumstances mm-hmm. right so how did you guys approach kind of the no. problem solving for this crazy world we're living in right now
2: um we actually um have a really good support team with our grocery outlet kind of family we have out here with the other stores and our um, DSMs and um, they kind of we, as a group we just kind of come came together and said that we need to take care of our customers. Um, we reached out. We had, we had made a cleaning list, a checklist, um, and then we reached out to other operators to see what else they had. Um, so we kind of combined our cleaning list with their cleaning list um, mm-hmm. to make our sure our our customers are safe when they come in the store, Um, so we have an hourly cleaning list that our cashiers will go through the whole store, sanitize um, our carts, making sure our carts are sanitized. We just wanted to make sure that our customers have the knew when they came in the store mm-hmm. we we're doing everything like we could to make well and that's the thing safe. and
0: now that i've sort of talked to you and, I, and i'm sort of getting this idea of how you've always anticipated the experience that you want for your your customers and your clientele regardless it sounds like regardless of where you've been in retail that's been a primary goal of yours mm-hmm. and you could te- you can tell when you walk in your store that you're caring about the safety and the health um you know and and security i mean i i i felt very much like the traffic had all been handled, and and it was clear that you would thought about those
1: things. Yeah, so. which is yeah. really great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're so lucky to have you guys in the community and all the things that you do for the Karen Cupboard and for the community at large. I mean, you never hesitate to have another group out to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. I know Chad's in uh, Sertoma, which is a huge help, and you know that Sertoma in our community mm-hmm. raises money and just gives it back out, which mm-hmm. is really cool. And yeah, so it's it's been interesting and really awesome to see how you guys have really dug into the community and really been a part of what's going on um which is not always an easy feat in a dutch country you Mm -hmm. know here in in uh, south central pa um, sometimes it's hard to gain traction and to be able to to make to put down roots in a place where Mm -hmm. you haven't had them before um so thank you for everything that you do for us it's it's a, a huge blessing for all of us but before we go, Charlene, uh, we always ask three questions of our guests um, here on Coffee Beans and Booze, and Jasmine kicks off the first question. I do. So my I represent the coffee beans in this relationship, and so my question to
0: you is, what is your favorite coffee beverage?
2: <laughs> uh, that depends on the type of Fair. year, time of mm-hmm. year. Um, so I have. <laughs> so I have like three go-to drinks I will have um, during the fall. It's a caramel mm, white mocha. Mm-hmm. During the winter, it's a peppermint mm-hmm. white mocha, and during the spring summer, it is an ice. I, I see. A white theme. Mocha. Yeah, a theme I see theme. here, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <Awesome. laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. like the taste of coffee. And so if it's sweet Sure, know, absolutely, covered with some sugar and cream. I, I hear you, but those are all
0: tasty
1: things. I don't know, yes. you make me want to go to Starbucks
0: right now, so yeah. I might have to get onto that here after, after we're done here today. Well, that's wonderful. Well, yeah. Shyla has question number two yeah. here.
1: question mm-hmm. number two is,
2: what's your favorite adult beverage? Um, I actually mm-hmm. don't drink. Um too much if I go out I, I have to have a fruity drink because like I can't stand the taste of coffee I oh, can't stand you're a not taste a bitters of kind of person so as yes. long as I no. don't taste
1: yes and but you're consistent you're yeah. very
0: consistent yeah, in the coffee and good. the booze here so you like a fruity something so if we were out somewhere and we were looking for a sweet what would you order
2: um, I would probably eat. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: You and my husband. He's so funny. I mean, he's no, he's, he's friends with Tito. We you know he yeah, likes Tito, yeah. but, uh, he's also a, a Pina Colada fan. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pina Colada. That's
1: respectable. That's like right. That. Uh, so our final question happens to be both of our favorite questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll kick it to Jasmine cause she likes to ask this one. Absolutely.
0: So Charlie, so, <laughs> what is your passion? How would you define that?
2: Um, Oh, that's a tough question. Um, For me, it's being able to help people, whether it's somebody coming into our store that's looking for a donation um, or sending donations to the Carrying Cupboard, volunteering at the Carrying Cupboard. Um, It's just, it's being able to help people. Um, Even our customers, making it so when our customers come in the store, they have a clean store to come into, Mm -hmm. Um, it's not cluttered, it's not dirty just taking care of our customers Mm -hmm. and our community well that's wonderful yeah, well we awesome. can't
0: thank you enough and, and can't thank you enough for having that passion benefit our community because we we are so thrilled to have you be a part of it and I look very forward to meeting you in person but it's yes. been delightful to to meet you virtually here and you, I'm telling you we probably have passed each other in the store several times um, and just don't know it but I will keep it I will keep an <laughs> eye out for sure yeah. um, so thank you so much for your time thanks for listening I'm Shiloh and I'm Jasmine and we're thriving in a small town
1: it's Caffeinated jasmine, and Drunk Shallow. It's time for coffee and booze. Clink.